Welcome to the Life Lifted Podcast, where we lift your mind, body, and soul with your hosts, Mike Molina and Chris Musser. You have found the number one up-and-coming fitness podcast in the world. This is Life Lifted. On today's podcast, as usual, we start off by talking about our lives, um, catching up with each other a little bit, right? Uh, talking about what, what we're doing with, what we're doing right now, our training programs, things like that. But on the fitness portion of today's podcast, we go over all about stress, right? What is stress? How is stress affecting your body? And what you can do to stop bringing so stress, right? To de-stress. Welcome to the show. <laughs> what is that? Live news coming live from the studio once In again. Hollywood, California. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had like a nice, uh, what is it called? What are those voices called? Like a voiceover, you know, when they have a really nice voice. Oh, like a radio voice? I guess, yeah. That would be really good. That would be useful for this, huh? That would be good. I feel yeah. like, cause I listen to our podcast sometimes. Well, all the time. But I'm like, I don't know if I like my voice. Do you get that? Do you listen to your voice? You're like, ugh, it's not ugly. <laughs> I, I used to hate my voice, but I've accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> you accepted it? <laughs> That's funny. You know what's funny? Because I, I, I feel like I've accepted. I was accept. I can't say it. I can't <laughs> say it. I can't talk today. Accept, accept. I can't say it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we you got guys you. Know, you guys know what I'm trying to say. We know. I just worked out. We've man. accepted you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Um, I'm okay with it, but then I listen to it sometimes, and sometimes I'm like, is that really how I sound? That's kind of. I don't know if I like that. I gotta change my voice a little bit. Talk like this. <laughs> but anyways, I just worked out. You just worked out too, right? I just worked out. Yeah. We, we both. This we're committed, guys. We literally both worked out. We literally we straight from the gym. He was at another gym. I was at my gym. We literally came to his house, changed our shirts because we're still sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> both of us changed our shirts, chugged the protein shake, and we're live. We are live we after a workout. And chugged the protein shake. Yeah, we're good. We're good to go. How was your workout? I, it was good. I have a new. I have started a new workout split. I think I told you, right? Yeah. I'm back to more of an athletic workout split. Um, I haven't ran that um, in a while. And, I mean, that's my roots. Everyone asks me why am I doing that because it's not common, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um. And it's my roots, man. I started off in athletics, and I don't want to lose that. Also, a big thing. I'm a big family guy, right? Even though I don't have a family right now, I have my nieces and my nephews, and it's like, I want to be the uncle that is able to play with them, right? I don't want to be that uncle that's like, oh, my back hurts, my knee hurts, you know, my, something hurts. I don't want to be one of those. I want to be able to play with them, and 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 being able to do these different types of movements, multilateral, you know, multidirectional things like that that I don't usually train for in the gym. Um, is another reason why I, 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 the holidays are coming up too. So, you know, it's like it kind of, a lot of reasons why I want, I want to change my training modality a little bit, but it was a good workout. <laughs> it's <laughs> interesting. Question. You know, I'm doing a conditioning that's program right, now that's right. and, um, some of the warm ups are very much athletic kind of stuff. I've you seen know? you, I've seen you work out with your, so, with your strap on. Yeah. But even like, um, <laughs> I was, I, I was doing like some ankle rolls and, um, mm. you know, like, um, I can't think of everything, but it's like this guy's on a football field, like demonstrating it. Really? And I'm like, that, huh? I'm like, oh, this, yeah, it's different from what I've done you before. You probably should do some tibia raises, by the way. I know you said your shins were hurting. Yeah. You got to work on those tibs a little. I do. Yeah. I'm surprised that they're actually hurting. I had, I had trouble with that a long time. In high school, my shin splints, I had nasty shin splints. Did like, you run a lot? I would, well, I mean, I played sports every single day of my life, even yeah. when, even on Saturday and Sunday when I would go home. And I remember this one time I went to go run with my sister at uh, Cal State LA. They have a track. Um, I was like in high school and I was like, sure, I'll go run with you guys. I had to crawl to the car 
That's how bad my shin splints were. You were like on the ground. I legit was crawling because I could not stand. Like the shin splints were so bad. Wow. But it also, again, it's just if I knew now that I know, I mean, I just have to strengthen my calves, strengthen my tibs. Yeah. Um, But yeah, my shin splints were bad. My shin splints were bad. Wow. Which is, again, why I'm trying to, you know, not be like that and change my workout splits. Yeah. Um, For that reason. But um, what's your reasoning for conditioning? Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate a little bit. Well, I, I've never paid a lot of attention to my conditioning. I'm doing some martial arts stuff now. I notice like that's a big weakness for me. Mm. And the last time I tried to improve my conditioning on my own before I was a trainer, I um, decided to do like a bunch of group fitness classes and just push myself really hard and trying to get my heart rate as high as possible and you know, it was just a very intuitive, like, this is what I think I need to do in order to get it better. Mm, you had no and structure. You kind of were just going. Yeah, I did what I thought I should, mm-hmm. What you know, just what I thought I should do. And um, I'm learning that's really not the best thing, actually, and can lead to a lot of injury, sickness. Mm. And um, even though my conditioning did improve, it improved at the cost of a lot of other things. So um, I'm following a program by this guy, Joel Jameson. He's like one of the best hey no free no free shout <laughs> one of the best and um best known for conditioning um so it's been it's been cool i'm getting certified but also following his program um it's interesting you say that chris because all you guys all all the listeners out there yes we're, we're i mean you can say we're fitness professionals obviously but you hear chris he's still learning he's still learning right he's trying to expand his knowledge obviously on this conditioning cert and on obviously he's he's getting coached by by you know someone else so a, you know a trainer has a trainer and it's funny you say that because uh the athletic split that i'm doing it's more of like a basketball thing but it's uh paul fabrits oh cool uh so nba uh basketball uh, yeah. coach right i think you, you know about him mm-hmm. um i like his stuff i really like his stuff so um i ended up going ahead and invested it in one of his programs so i'm going through it he has a whole like uh discussion group and things like that that i follow um but same thing uh, I mean, both of us are trainers, both of us are coaches, and but both of us yet are still being coached by others, right? Still learning from others, um, and that's how we're able to grow. Uh, so I thought I think that's a really good point to to point out to the podcast, you know, to all you guys who, even if you know, you know, even if you think you know the reason the reason why the pe- people you, that you see at the top are at the top is because they don't see themselves that way. I always think there's someone better than me. I always want you know. I always know there's someone better than me. someone always knows more. Someone always more is more wise. And that's what's been has made me more wise by listening to those people. So yeah, I just thought no. And I mean, I I like the whole idea of having a beginner's mindset. You know, you're always like Growth trying mindset. to to learn, and um, never think that you 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 know everything. And and you use the word invest. I, you know, invest in in what is important. You know, we're we very, we're knowledgeable. Anymore. You know, we're both investing in in that. So you know, I see a lot of people in the gym on their own, just trying to, you know, think I can do it all on my own. And, you know, um, I think it's, it's great. To I think that's one of our best thing. Yeah, I think that's fitness. one of us, our biggest, the biggest problems with, I mean, all of us, I say us, cause I include myself in a lot, in a lot of aspects, right? We're just scared to ask for help. Why? I don't know. Pride. If it may be pride or if it may be, I mean, I don't know. Cause I, I, I put myself in that position cause there are, there's other things in other areas of my life where I'm kind of like that. I'm, I'll admit it. I'm kind of like that where I don't want to ask for help, even though I know I need help. Um, what do you think that is? Why do you think that is, Chris? I don't know. It's a good question. Huh? Yeah. I never thought. I about think it. well, maybe it's because um you know, it's it's almost like we want to prove to ourselves that we're we're good, 
Okay. And so it's mm. like, it's kind of like an on our own test of like, I, you know, like we're capable of doing certain yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of childhood. I feel, I feel like your brain has a lot to do with it too. That you, know, you, you, like you said, proving to yourself that you could do this or that you were enough or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's because one of the, you know, some of the things that I think thinking about it, I'm like the things that I, th- that I try to do on my own are, are, I guess things that growing up, you know, it's like, I don't know, you, you would want to prove to, like, a father figure or someone, like, oh, I could do this, I got this type of thing, you know? Yeah. Or, or at least that's what I think, the way my things are. But um, anyways, summer's over. Summer, yeah, fall fall summer, is here. Summer, fall is here. I'm ready Full to put swing. my boots on. You want some pumpkin put, spice? <laughs> I'm ready to put, you know what I want to do? You know, obviously I have my whole nature stuff, too. I want to get a pumpkin, put it over my head. Have you seen that trend? <laughs> no. They, no, they carve a pumpkin, they put it on their heads. You know, it's like a couple, they put it on their heads, and then they take, like, cool pics by fall leaves and stuff, or, like, in the forest. Or <laughs> I'm going to do that with Ashley. All right. I'm, I'll put I'm the, waiting I'll for put it. I'll put the pictures up on the Life Lifted podcast page. He's he's committed to it, everyone. And you got to watch. We're yeah, going to hold you, gotta, you accountable. Yeah, I want to do it so bad. The Costco, Costco has some big old pumpkins. <laughs> That's where I'm going to get them from. <laughs> You're going to need a big pumpkin. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's funny. But I do want to do it. Yeah. I, I definitely want to do it. So we'll, how, we'll see. How's how's your fall going? I mean, f- fall sucks here in L.A. I mean, obviously, you guys, those of you who don't know, we're based in L.A., uh, Los Angeles, California, and there is no such thing as fall here. It's still hot. What is it? Ninety degrees. It's like today? ninety degrees right now. What the hell? Yeah. And then my mom's over here sending me pictures of like the nice leaves. You know, there was like a there was some snow on one of the mountains. She sent me like the the nice colored leaves and stuff. My brother's going through a canyon, like showing all the leaves, different colors. My mom sent me leaves too. And I'm over here like it's hot as hell over here. What the hell? <laughs> That's uh, I think on our last episode actually we were kind of talking about how the seasons in LA draw out. So oh, that's right. Yeah, there's yeah. no seasons here, man. Yeah, it's interesting. I wanted to go to 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 uh travel to like either I don't know Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, right? Mm. Any of those places where everyone says like it's amazing out there to go for for leaves. Even Yosemite. I mean, Yosemite um, is one of the places that I was contemplating because you know me, I love going there. Um, and I saw some pictures already that I mean, it it is different colored leaves, but. It's mostly California leaves. If you, get, I mean, I feel like every time I see a California fall, it's more like yellow, just yeah. just yellow. There's no really like red, orange, anything like that. And I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, winter is coming, so we'll see. You know, we're gonna see some changes to the trees. Hopefully, I mean, do you have any plans? I mean, do you plan? Did you plan anything for fall? Didn't you just come back from a trip? Uh, about a month ago, I was in North Carolina, and then, um. In two weeks, I'm going to be going out towards past Palm Springs into Indio for a couple of days. Mm, yeah, I feel like to, you go there often. Or just you to get to away. The timeshare? Yeah, the timeshare. They got a lazy river, mm. several pools, some hot tubs. I just still want to go back to like Joshua Tree. I know yeah. you said you're with you about it, but <laughs> I want to go back for sure. Find a nice nice Airbnb out there. That would be nice. Hot yeah, tub, that actually would be nice to get away again. We had a really good trip. Yeah, which although I don't know if you guys can relate. I don't want to... Uh, adulting getting with your adult friends is really hard because everyone's schedule <laughs> never adds up what the hell can yeah. someone please explain to me why can't you are you know schedules never add up it's really it's either hard. one guy has work at this time one guy has work at this time one guy has to work out at this time <laughs> you know? yeah i'm obviously talking about our friend group um we've been trying to hang out and somehow it's been impossible for like a month <laughs> yeah i know it's crazy and you know uh, Jeremy and I have the same birthday. 
oh, in September, right. yeah. and we've been talking like, oh, we got to do something for it's, our birthdays. It's, gonna be, it's freaking November it's gonna already. December. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing. So, oh my gosh. Just had pretty crazy. He's just stressing me out, man. <laughs> well, that's good. Today we're actually talking about stress, and that's why. Boom! You like my transition? <laughs> you you just put that out for me. That's a nice transition. Yes, that was yes. Good. So we're talking about stress, guys. Stress and what is stress? Well, stress, everything about stress. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I mean, re- remember this is a ten-part series. So um, last time we talked about sleep and how that's um, preventing you from getting the results that you're wanting to get. And now um, we're going to talk about stress and why that may be the one thing that's either stalling your progress or keeping you from getting the results and you're feeling stuck about it. I think this is this is a a this is one that's it's a big one. It I, is I think big. it's a really big one that most people underestimate how much of an impact stress has both on their body and both obviously the fitness podcast on their fitness. Um, I, I definitely definitely um, I mean. It's straight up called. I mean, clinically speaking, or I mean, I don't want to say that, but um, if you look it up, it's really it's called the silent killer. Stress That's is called right. the silent killer. That is right. Yeah, I mean, even today, the Washington Post has something out, um, and it's featured on Apple News. It's called "How Stress Is Weathering Our Bodies from the Inside Out." Um, so it's getting a little bit. It's getting a lot of attention. What in, did you? What did you, did you read it? I did. Yeah. What was it about? Um, well, it actually talks a lot. Of, it goes a little bit more into like social factors, like economic and how, um, you know, growing up with or having like financial stress is one of the big things. Um, and t- kind of goes in a d- little bit deeper into that, but it is also talking about all the things that we're going to talk about too, and the chemical processes and how, um, you know, stress slowly starts. I mean, the, the title is literally weathering the the inside of our bo- our bodies and that cumulative effect over time of stress and how it can um, affect us. You know, it's funny. I find I find that very funny that today we're going to talk about stress and that pops up. You know, sometimes in life I feel like a you know, little side note thing, but it's like I always believe that everything happens for a reason. And it's like there's signs of like ooh, the way you're going is the way you're supposed to go or vice versa. The way you're going is not the way you're supposed to go. And it's just it's crazy that that popped up today. That article popped up and when this is what we're going to talk about today. That's insane. But you know, I, I don't mean to add a side note to that, but um, I was just talking to one of our friends, Jeffrey, about that. <laughs> because ever since I got back from my trip, things have just not gone my way, Mike. And <laughs> you're like, and this has been different. It's like, I feel like I'm going against the tide. You mm. know, it's like everything that I'm trying to do and I want to do, it's not working out. And there's been times where things happen like so easy and they click and it's like you kind of think about it and then it happens. And so, um, it's, I, I know that's a little aside, but <laughs> I, I, I agree with you on that point, you know? And so what my focus has been is like trying to find, instead of trying to do the things that I think I need to be doing, you know, my mind is saying, this is exactly what you need to do. I'm trying to find like, where is, where are things easiest right now? Where do I feel like that flow is instead of trying to push against, the things that aren't working current yeah does that make sense kind of i you lost me a little bit not gonna lie okay <laughs> you try so so i mean i reiterate i guess so what it sounds like is you're 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 i don't know what exactly you're attributing to but it's like you're trying to progress or do something but it it seems like every time you're trying to move forward something's pushing you back yeah yeah is like you're trying, so you're trying to find out you're fine trying to find your way around it. is that what it sounds like yeah, it was like I, you know, I'm trying to go to this workout and 
another place and like my phone like it messes up and I can't do that or I like scheduled this and like everything I'm trying to do just isn't working out in my mind I'm like okay this is my plan this is what I'm gonna do the next two months this is exactly how it's gonna happen none of it ends up happening the way I plan. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe that's not what I should be focusing on now. There's somewhere else right now that's easier. I'm like trying to make things happen that aren't like meant to happen right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, go, go, not to steer too much away from this, but it's like, again, I do believe everything happens for a reason. I really do. Um, you know, we, 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 I mean, for me, um, for me, it's, it's like, there's, there's this, there's this saying where it's like, like a man direct, you know, like I, I could, I could make my plans, but the Lord directs my steps. Right. And a little bit about me. I obviously have my faith and I believe certain, certain things. And it's like, I believe that a lot of things in my life, yes, I could plan it, but it's like, well, sometimes God's like, you know what, this is the way you're going to go, or this is not the way you're going to go. <laughs> right. So it's like, it's interesting to see, but it's like, if anything I tell you, it's like, well, maybe that's, that's what's happening right now with you. You know, maybe yeah. you're trying to do something that, you know, it's, you're getting steered in the right direction. I always, again, everything happens for a reason, man. So yeah, I believe it, and I think the stress comes because we're we are talking about stress, right? The stress in that moment for me and how it's been cumulative is because I expect something to happen a certain way, and when it doesn't, that's where I I experience stress, and I think that's for a lot of us, you know, that kind of like underlying stress in life is like we expect something to go a certain way, and when it doesn't that's it's like it causes us to feel a certain type of way about it you know and so like what I try to do is I try to I know we're getting into solutions a little bit which we're going to talk about at the end and this just kind of happened to come up in the beginning but I try to um just let go of my expectations and just be like you know see what happens yeah like I I actually like write down no expectations and try to live my day that way interesting anyway little side thing there i mean obviously so you guys could get to know us a little more and what we're going through obviously we're, we're human <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes people i feel like people need to hear that people need to hear our lives and uh what's going on and uh, the things we deal with and things we're, we, we struggle with right but um going back to our stress talking about stress i mean th- i do want to make a point that there i mean first of all what is stress chris what do you define as stress well, I have a definition. Oh, well, give, let me see. Let's hear it. Okay, so stress is known to suppress or dysregulate immune function and increase susceptibility to disease. Paradoxically, the short-term fight or flight stress response is one of nature's fundamental defense mechanisms that galvanizes oh, the neural <laughs> induction. So it galvanizes all the systems in your body in order to help with survival. So um, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system yeah. in simple terms, right? So sympathetic is your fight or flight, dis- your fight or flight response, right? So something, I mean, is that, is that what is going? That's is that what is it attributing to? I'm guessing. Yes, yeah, because you need that fight or flight for survival. Yeah, I mean that's I mean historically speaking, if you want to say like that, or evolutionary speaking, I don't like to use those terms, but um, that's how we, uh, I mean, that's how we stayed alive, right? And danger was approaching or something like that. Well, we went into that state of mind. You know, certain hormones were released in, in our bodies um, as, 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 as a good stress. Um, and obviously, there's also bad stress. I do want to go into that, too. Um, there is such thing as a good stress, which a lot of people, I feel like, don't don't understand or don't realize there's just something as good stress, right? Because mm-hmm. not all stress is bad. Yeah. So, 
I mean, what's bad stress? Let's go over because we're always talking about the bad stress. The one that people know. What's yeah. It, what's bad stress? Um, it doesn't feel good. Yes. I know that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like it's it kind of has that knot in the stomach, so I think it you know you end up feeling worse when you have it. Definitely. I mean, there's that term, right? I mean, distress. Yeah. Right. Distress is obviously the quote unquote bad stress. Like Chris is saying that it, it does it does. I mean, yeah, you feel worse, right? Something happens. Like, again, something happens and you get that feeling of stress, right? And, and you start feeling bad. You start feeling um, it does last a long time, right? Usually when you're stressed, it doesn't like come come for a little bit. It, it kind of sustains itself for, for a period of time. Um, you definitely feel unmotivated, right? Mm-hmm. To, to not do anything when, when stress is hitting you. I, I, feel, I, I fall into that trap where it's like sometimes I have so much to do, right? Have you been in that situation where you have so much to do and it's like, you're so stressed out that it like it unmotivates you to do anything because it's just your plate's so full. Yeah, for but. sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But there's also such a thing as a good stress, and I think I want to go over that as well. Um, which is what is it called, Chris? You stress. You stress. You stress and distress. There's two, two different types of stress. You stress is the good stress, and the good stress is good. It makes you feel better, right? I think. Um, you know, when you're, it's like, you know, I think it's like one of those things. I mean, it's easy for us to talk about uh, fitness, but it's like when you have a real a workout where you push yourself hard, but you feel amazing after. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's the biggest one. Working out is, is a good stress on your body. You feel good after you do it, right? It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there is good stress. Good stress doesn't last long. And I want to, I want to kind of hone in on that because what I mean by that is like, sometimes, you know, you guys get that feeling of like, I don't know. So let's say you have a, you let's say you, I don't know, you have a presentation or something, right? And you're obviously a little anxiety kicks in, stress, right? Stress kicks in, but it's a good type of stress because it doesn't last long. It's the type of stress that that motivates you to do better, right? You, you're stressed about it because you care about it. You actually want to do good in that presentation or whatever it is, right? So that's what I mean by that. Good stress only lasts for a short period of time, and it motivates you to take positive action, right? Um, it's very infrequent, which is one of the other things, meaning that it doesn't happen a lot. So I mean, stress is still stress, but it, it's, again, that good stress is, is what we want to look for and what we strive for, right? And at the end of this podcast, we are going to go over things that you could do to de-stress from the bad stress, which so happens to be some of these good stress uh, things that we're talking about here, right? Yeah. I mean, some other things, too, is like when you're under good stress, you feel focused and alert. Um, you explore the edges of your comfort zone, so you're comfortable with those challenges, um, you're able to balance that stress and also rest and recovery. Those are um, some other things I think good stress have. Has. Some of the benefits that it has, absolutely. Some, I mean, very beneficial, like Chris said, and you're more motivated focus. I like the focus one a lot because, I mean, I've fallen into that. Like I said, I've fallen into where, like, I'm just so stressed out about something. But it, it kind of, like, have you ever, I mean, I could go back to school. Sometimes I had a present, not present. I had like a paper due or something like that, and it was stressed that me that like I would be so stressed, but that stress will turn into like I would be focused, mm-hmm. right? It would be like I would like I would be alert, and not all the time. Sometimes it would just turn into bad stress where I would be like <laughs> stressed about it, and I would just be like I'm done, right? Freaking start breaking down. But a lot of the times it was just it would actually definitely help me focus a lot more, right? And 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 help me continue doing what I was wanted to do and grow, right? And if you think about it, like stress has allowed our society our humanity to advance like it's only through challenging ourselves and 
um, doing things that are hard that we've been able to get to where we're at today as a I mean, everything, human yeah. race. I mean, like so. I said, going back to, no, don't like to use the term, but evolutionary speaking, I mean, yeah, like you said, the stress has been the biggest factor of why we we end up doing certain things, right? Of why, like, we need to think that there's a problem that needs to be fixed or something that we could, you know, advance in, like you said, technologically speaking even. Um, and we use that to fix a problem, right? That stress that we have of not being able to, I don't know, I want to, let's say, Let's say the wheel, right? Let's go back. Let's go way back. It's like okay, well now we're able to have transportation because of that. But um, I mean, I know this this may this may sound like I don't know if it sounds like it's all over the place, but the reason why we're going over the the the, the good stress and the bad stress, and obviously we're going over the the, the good stress here and, and the reasons and the and the, the things that are good that come out of good stress, because we want to go over and take a deep dive on the re- uh the effects of bad stress on our body. Right. So we thought it would be a good idea to talk about good stress and how it affects you and how it's good for you. Um, but we want to take a deep dive into the bad stress that most people, I mean, most people have, I guess I want to say, right? most people deal with and why it's so bad and how it affects our body. This is a health and fitness podcast and we're going to go over what does stress do to your body? Mm, yeah. Well, uh, there's a 2021 study that showed that physical and mental stressors can lead to sudden cardiac death. And um, it's uh, directly associated with the six leading causes of death. Stress is... The silent killer, man. So it's, yeah, the silent killer. It kills you. It it really deteriorates you from the inside out, man. It is bad. I mean, not to throw my my, my family into this, but uh, my mom has been dealing with some health issues um, recently, right? And... She's gone to the doctor. Obviously, the doctor has told her certain things. The doctor's like, okay, well, let's change your diet. My mom changes her diet. Feels a little better, right? Whatever. Well, let's start exercising. She started exercising, like walks and things like that, right? Gets a little better. Um, but that thing is still there, right? Um, and I'm not too sure exactly. She doesn't want to be too open about what it is. Um, but I'm bringing it up because... The final, the she finally went to another doctor, and the doctor was looking over her numbers, looking over obviously everything that she's doing. And you know what the doctor told her? It would, it, c- it could be causing the whole problem. Was stress? Stress. Well, my mom has a really high stressful job. She runs essentially, she's like a supervisor for this whole big company right over there. It's like a cleaning company thing, but anyway, she's in charge of certain people, and sometimes she has to wake up like at two a.m. to go supervise this one thing, or just even if it's just to open a building, she has to you know, time schedule is crazy, right? Obviously, the kid's at home. She's still a single mom, right? And the doctor actually said, which I'm really, I kind of want to talk to the doctor because obviously, I mean, I could, I just want to hear him out and see what he has to say. But the fact that he's saying, he's saying that the cause of her her health problems could be coming from the stress. I like that. I mean, obviously, I don't like that, that that that's happening to my mom. But it's like I like it because it's like one, that's something we could fix. But two, it's like this doctor. Is seeing things in a more functional, more holistic way, which I feel like a lot of doctors need to do. Mm-hmm. Now, Western medicine now is really is really just more so about like it's the not symptom. preventative, man. Yeah, yeah it's like let's try, symptom. let's just fix the symptom. Let's just here take this pill, take this thing. And I feel like in Western medicine, we've we've stirred away from 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 what's the word from holistic. No, 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 no. Well, yes, holistic. As like I said, but it's like preventative, mm-hmm. right? So it's like nothing preventative, man. Everything is like, okay, once it happens, we'll start doing something, right? So it's like, I I, yeah. like, I want I definitely want to talk to the doctor, see what's going. Well, even, um, you, you know, um, recently in the news, a couple weeks ago, uh, the artist Drake announced he was going to be taking a year off 
First of all, must be nice. <laughs> what, yeah, exactly. Well, the, uh, so I mean, he's his album is getting released, and then he's like, I'm going to take a year off because of um, he's having like some stomach issues, and mm-hmm. you know, it's to your point, Mike. Like you know, um, that's a luxury he has. You know that a lot of us lot don't. Of us. You just can't tap out for we a year. Can't. But it definitely needed, man. So, um, you know, we're going to talk about some solutions at the end of this, but I think it is important to kind of peel the layers of what's going on with stress inside of our bodies and talk about the different systems that are affected because it'll help you understand how this could be preventing you from making progress. And, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's great if you can kind of understand this, but even more, this will help your health more than anything if you can kind of help address some of those underlying things. Yeah, I mean, again, this is a health and fitness podcast. And um, yes, like Chris said, we're going to go over each or at least a couple of the sim- the systems in, in our bodies and how it affects each and one of each and every one of those system symptom systems. <laughs> your words I, today. <laughs> I, I my words, man. I can't speak. But with that said, it's like any, any one of these guys – um, it might be you. It might be you, right? We're going to talk about certain things that certain um, things that happen within the body, um, now actual symptoms, right, that you may feel in your body, and this may be you. And obviously, we're going to give you guys solutions um, at the end here or in throughout the whole podcast here. But um, number one, number one, I think uh, let's start easy musculoskeletal system, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we mean by that? Well, muscles, skeleton, skeletal uh, bones, things like that. Um, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway, I think, from from this and what most people feel when they're stressed out, what happens? They feel tense. Their muscles feel tense, right? Mm-hmm. You ever had that, right? Your neck starts feeling super tense. You, 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 it's like your whole your whole neck, your back, you get your shoulders get super super tense, and people get chronic muscle pain from those from those places, right? And they're like, well, I'm, you know, I might be doing something wrong. I might, be, you know, the way I sleep, and it's like. No, you're just stressed out, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're just stressed out, and it's pulling all those muscles together, right? Um, Can I, I actually have a story about this? So, I mean, I've told my story. I used to work for Starbucks. Ah, uh, yes. Had um some pretty stressful um situations and areas that I worked in, uh, which were some, anyway. I won't go there, but um, I noticed like I would, you know, I worked a lot on my computer, and I started to notice one day that I'd start working. And before, like a, not too long, my shoulders were up to my ears, <laughs> and I'm like, "What is going on?" Like, and I, I could not. It was unconscious. Like I would get tense, 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 and my shoulders would be all the way up to my ears, and you know, I I know I was getting headaches, constant um, migraines. Right? If this feels, this sounds like you. This is what it is. I mean, to this day, I still have like shoulder tension and like knots and from then from, from years That's of like see how bad stress could be guys so so real yeah life, real life situation here with chris thank you chris for sharing that yeah um but yeah i mean a lot of you guys suffer from like migraines and headaches and things like that and you're like where is it coming from it could just just take a look and you know see your your job things like that your your, your work-life balance all that it could just be that the stress is getting to you and it's really tensing up those muscles that's why some people are like i need a massage right they're like oh i need a massage and then they actually get a massage and they feel better mm-hmm. right and it really is just coming from stemming from that root of you're just too stressed out and and it's really tensing up your muscle right um imagine like you know we we work out our muscles to make them stronger but imagine you're going to the gym after being at work all day and your muscles are tense all day 
like you like you know you're adding another stress to your body yeah like that you know it's like you've you've like they've already experienced so much that day like because of the tension and now you want to add more to it i like that you bring that up because obviously this is obviously why you're not progressing in the gym um so a good transition to that would be what chris is saying it's like sometimes I mean, you guys are not progressing in the gym because, you know, again, like Chris was saying, your your muscles are already in that contracted position the whole time, the whole day that you go to the gym and essentially contract them more and do more that you're not seeing results because you're just overdoing it. It's just too much for your body. Your body cannot handle that much stress. Working out, guys, is a stress. It's a good stress, yes, but it's still a stress in your body. So if you go to the gym already really stressed out, well, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by really kidding, killing yourself and trying to, you know, do more. A real life situation for me it's like i've had i've had clients right where it's like i think i've talked about this on the podcast before where it's like when they come in and they come in super stressed or whatever whatever's happening right instead of having them do the, the whatever the the real structured workout that i had planned for the day i'd rather have them do some mobility work i'd rather have them do some you know just 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 go through just go through the motions of, of certain lifts right so if you're hearing this and you're one of those people maybe sometimes you just gotta you gotta dial it down right one time I had I had this nurse once that, um, again, really high stressful job. His hours were crazy, right? Um, and I would obviously push him. Um, this is before I even knew how his hours were and things like that. And I would push him, things like that. And I wouldn't see results with him. And I'm like, I would question myself, like, why isn't he getting results? He's like, you know. And then I found out, obviously, his whole high stress, high stress job, things like that. So I toned it down. Uh, I toned it down. Uh, he actually started going only twice a week, right, going to the gym instead of doing, like, the four that we had, right? Um, and he actually started seeing better results from doing less. And I feel like a lot of people need to hear that, that sometimes you actually need to do less, right? You have to do the right amount of work for what your body is dealing with at the moment. As a matter of fact, today, one of my clients didn't come in for that reason. He was so, he was like, Mike, I'm going to come in, things like that. He just got off a of sickness, and I'm like, you know what? No, it's okay. Stay home. I'd rather have you rest. I'd rather have you recover. I'd rather have you de-stress, and we'll, we'll hit it again when you're when you're feeling better, right? At the end of the day, is a health and fitness podcast, and the reason I, I care about their health, man. Yeah. Yeah. But so that that's kind of a a good summary of like the muscle musculoskeletal system that's that that gets affected. Um, let's move on. Let's talk yeah, about the cardiovascular, cardiovascular system. Cardiovascular, man. So, um, I mean, you probably know this if you're stressed but you're gonna feel your heart kind of getting those palpitations you're gonna feel your heart probably um beating a little bit more you feel that kind of adrenaline in your system all day um so it really takes a toll on your cardiovascular system absolutely i mean your heart's working your heart you kind of i mean you increase your risk uh, for, i mean for hypertension right i mean that's mm-hmm. technically what it is where your heart is actually beating so fast right it's work overworking itself um hypertension um and again like chris brought out that stat before we started um it definitely increases your rate for cardiac arrest right so that's one of the things that that i mean sometimes people say that like when they feel so stressed they feel it in their heart man i'm one of those people mm-hmm. i'm actually one of those people when, when i'm stressed where I, or let's say i don't sleep right mm-hmm. um obviously sleep also could, could, could contribute to your stress levels I really do feel it in my heart, man, because my heart, I mean, your heart rate variability, obviously, you've been dealing with that a lot, right? Yeah, measuring that. <laughs> measuring yep. your heart rate variability, um, which, by the way, guys, that's essentially what it, sound, what it sounds like, uh, seeing how, how many, I mean, how, how much your heart is working at certain times of the day, right, to, to simplify it. Um, and sometimes when I'm really stressed out, my heart is through the roof, man. My yeah. heart rate, yeah, it's just, my heart is just racing. And, well, that's not good, man. Uh, clearly, obviously, it's not good that your heart has to work that hard. 
I just it's funny as we're doing this podcast I got a notification on my phone because I wear this whoop uh fitness tracker I'm not endorsing them but it it does give me daily uh, summary of my stress and it happened to pop up while while we're wow. and it, it really it's looking at your heart rate so the, yeah um and you know I think it goes without saying that that's going to lead to like hypertension which is high blood pressure um you know worst case scenario is heart attack i actually you know have known some people that um they've attributed their heart attacks to long long periods like we're years and years of, of stress the long stress yeah so i mean it's just like like when we're talking about with the with the musculoskeletal right you're, the muscles are tense the whole time it's like same thing your heart is just working non-stop think about it you know the damage like that you just you just don't give it a rest you don't give it a breather right it's just continuous and continuously just working when when you're stressed out like that man yeah but um i think the that kind of leads us to the to the next one that um i want to talk about i mean when when you're stressed out you release certain hormones right you release certain hormones and what chris said one of them already adrenaline right well, you re- release certain hormones and, and those hormones do have an effect on your body one of the biggest one that's released is cortisol right that's the call people call that well the, the stress hormone right yep and too much of it, well, obviously it's not good, right? The way it affects your body. Um, the biggest, the, the biggest impact I, w- I think it would it would have it has. To simplify things, what would you say, Chris? I mean, in this I, from from my experience, because I I you know have been in really high stress jobs, um, and I also have a family history of diabetes. So, um, you know, definitely like insulin resistance and blood sugar, I think those things get um, really impacted by cortisol, um, especially when it's kind of coursing through your body 24-7. And then (laughs) the other thing, because cortisol is meant to kind of give you that like uh, fight or flight you know yeah, so it's, it does it's, spike it does spike essentially it, like you know that your blood sugar your, your insulin things it, like that it can impact your sleep too. oh definitely so um you know it's I, I think cortisol is a positive hormone but too much of something is not necessarily it's a not, good thing yeah that's not necessarily a good thing but uh, i mean diabetes but chris brought up diabetes and i mean that's i think that's a that's a big one too i feel like a lot of people um i mean there's type one type two diabetes you know whatever they 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 start getting diabetes. There's like a certain percentage, right, where they're like, okay, well, you're gonna start being type type one or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's like it could just be, you could again, it could be coming from just the stress, man, and the way your insulin, uh, is reacting to that cortisol spike, right, the cortisol release. Um, can you take a pill to lower your cortisol? Can you take a pill? I don't think that's you know. There, I mean, there's there's, because if we're if we're really going into like blood sugar things like that. Um, again, when someone, someone, we're trying to, try, we're trying to make this in the simplest terms, right? When someone talking about diabetes and how cortisol affects your insulin and, and all this, well, what does someone inject when they have diabetes? Insulin. Insulin, right? Yeah. So everyone knows that and they inject insulin for that, for that reason, the way it metabolizes, right? The way, the, the what cortisol affects the way that glucose is metabolized within the liver, right? That's essentially what happens with, with that, um, but no, I don't. I mean, not that I know of, not that yeah. I know of this. But Can, see, the thing is, I actually, I and I, I didn't ask that question as a leading story. It just popped into my head. But 
Um, we're talking about insulin and cortisol and I, I read a whole book on cortisol and one of the things that really fascinated me because like I said, I was in a high stress situation was um, when you uh, raise your blood sugar, so you eat something like higher carbohydrate, it actually, cortisol comes down. Yes. So unconsciously, your body, if you're having those cravings for like sugar and things that are going to inject your body with some uh, fast digesting carbs, um, it could be a sign, you know, that your cortisol is high. I mean, there's been times where I've woken up in the middle of the night, super stressed, and um, I like have like some blueberries and then I'm able to fall yeah, back asleep. I mean, um, in terms of health and, and, and well, in terms of fitness, I should say. Um, I mean, I've talked about that before on the podcast, I think, where it's like when I, I mean, after workouts, um, I always tell my clients like, hey, um, go ahead and have some carbs, right? For yep. that reason, because I, you're in a sympathetic, you're in a sympathetic state, right? Meaning your your body's in this fight or flight state, right? Of state of mind, high cortisol, things like that. We need to get that down um, and having and taking some carbs, which again, glucose, insulin, all that, right? It's metabolizing your body, thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, it does bring it down, like Chris is saying. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes um, when, when when after a workout like i said or sometimes even when they are stressed sometimes i'm like you know what some a little bit of good carbs a little bit of fasting carbs could actually benefit in that moment yeah which is um huge for a lot of people sometimes it's like it completely changes your whole state of mind just by having that little bit of, of extra carbs well and speaking of uh eating or drinking carbs that kind of leads us into the next system Absolutely. right the gastrointestinal system this one, I like this one, and I kind of want to go deep dive a little bit more into this one because I feel like more people will relate to this one. And the reason for that being is um, stress does affect your gut, right? And you're, you you could be like, well, why? Like, you know, you could be like, okay, how, how does stress affect my gut if it's like, I don't know, something in my brain or something like that? Well, for those who don't know, I mean, your brain and gut are connected. They do communicate. There is certain things. And you're like, how how is that, Mike? Well, let me ask you guys a question. When you're nervous or when you're scared or let's say you're going to go out on a first date or something like that, what happens? What do you feel? You feel like butterflies in mm -hmm. your stomach, right? When you're nervous, what happens? You, f you feel your gut doesn't, you know, it feels a certain way, right? You feel it in your gut, right? Or have you ever had the like, oh, I have a gut feeling something's going to happen or something like that, right? That's because your gut is connected to your brain. It is connected to essentially, well, we're talking about stress here. Stress does affect the brain and gut communication, right? Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, we're just beginning to understand a lot about the gut, but the uh, that we do know that the gut is inhabited by millions of bacteria, um, which not only affects the health of your gut and your body, but also your brain's health, um, which I just find, I find that so fascinating. Your like this microbiome, this microbiome yeah. um, you know, that is so impacted by all these things that are happening in our lives and our body. I mean, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, going back to what Chris was saying uh, earlier, well, yes, your gut microbiome is 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 huge, um, and that's I mean, depending on how that is, not to get too deep into that, but it's depending on how that is. That your your everything is affected by by that. What I mean by everything is affected by that, but it's like depending on what, like it. it how do I explain it? We're in simple terms. It's like certain things, the way certain foods affect you is due to your gut microbiome. Mm -hmm. I think that's the easiest way I could explain it, right? You eat certain foods, and the way your body responds to those certain foods has to do with how your gut microbiome is, right? So there's this thing where it's like, there's actually a test, by the way, now, that you could kind of test the bacteria that's in your in your body. 
um what's his name dr cabral or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of him right he mm. does he has this home testing that that essentially tests your gut microbiome and then he could tell you like what are your inflammatory markers right so some people they're like they're lactose but it's because something in the gut microbiome right something that doesn't essentially break down that lactose right or some people he has i've heard him talk about like some people some certain nuts right that people are allergic to certain things that people flare up to it all starts from that gut microbiome right um but i just thought i would throw that in there because it's like some people get bloating right certain foods make them bloat or things like that or it's like it all has to again going back to that gut microbiome the reason why you're bloating is because well x y and z that certain body makes you f- certain foods make you feel that way and it goes back to what we always say on the podcast guys where it's like pay attention to how your body reacts to certain things how does it feel right sometimes when i have a client and it's like i i either whatever for whatever we're doing reverse dieting or dieting or cutting down i always tell them like hey like okay well how do certain foods make you feel right do you feel do you feel more energetic when you eat this do you feel more sluggish when you eat this do you feel bloated when you eat this right it's like pay attention to those cues like sometimes we ignore those cues like i see we because i do it all the time too right mm-hmm. i eat certain foods and i ignore the signals that my body like it, it gives me and it's like sometimes we're just so used to those signals that it's like we think it's normal yeah <laughs> right we eat like i don't know some uh, gluten could be one right it's like we eat pizza or something like that, and then we feel all full and, and bloated. But it's like maybe because you're a little bit insistent, maybe you're sensitive a little bit to gluten, right? But it's like you don't pay attention to those because you think it's normal. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I, I want you to think for a second that imagine, and this may be you right now, um, so it may not be imagination at all, but imagine that you are in a high-stress situation. I was watching TV the other day, and... Um, there was some TV show and they're like, oh, you had a really stressful week. Like, let's go out, let's have a drink, you know? And like that message gets continuously reinforced on, um, in our society. Mm. And, um, you know, also it's like, oh, I've had a really, really challenging week. Like I need some cake or I, you know, I need, I just need like a pizza Mm. (laughs) and imagine like you're stressed, your gut microbiome is like feeling the effects of this and then what we're going to do is just dump all this unprocessed food um or yeah unprocessed food we dump alcohol all the things that are just like um not good you know that's not the best thing in that moment for your gut and then you wonder why you feel like crap why you feel like crap i mean i like that because also what what when you're stressed out uh there's two hormones right there's two hormones in our bodies that that um that are essentially signalize right when you're hungry or full right and when we're stressed out those 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 signals are they're, they're screwed up they're messed up right what i'm talking about is we have ghrelin and leptin right so ghrelin is a hormone um that signals to your brain that's saying you're hungry right mm-hmm. um and then leptin signals your body like hey we're full right so not that you guys have to know that but just those two different hormones when you're really stressed out they get messed up with and so so even let's say you're eating right a lot of people stress eat right Mm. stress eat because they're eating they're eating and they don't know their that ghrelin is messed up that it's like they don't know that they're they're not hungry yeah they don't know that they're not full right they left they they just keep eating because those things are messed up why because of the stress so it could be that your body you either stress it because of that because maybe you have a you know stressful life stressful job right and your hunger cues are all messed up simply because of stress it has nothing to do with other things in your life maybe it just has to do with that stress and you do you have to um we'll fix that part right which we are going to go over guys we will go over some some ways to be able to de-stress things like that right but that could be the biggest reason why you're not progressing because 
those signals are just messed up because of the stress. Yeah, that makes that makes that makes a lot of sense. I'm glad you brought that up. That was really good. Um, let's let's move on to the nervous system. Um, you know, we, you've already talked about this a little bit when well, we, we talked can... about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Um, but stress has a role in that. I mean, we talked about the fight or flight and how that activates the sympathetic nervous system and how the parasympathetic is like the calm and rest and digest. Um, so, you know, the system really activates the release of hormones. Like, I mean, we talked about adrenaline and cortisol. So these are generated through the nervous system, right? I mean, yeah, it's a whole, the whole, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty much a continuation of what we kind of already talked about, right? It connects everything. It, it, I mean, everything connects, yeah, not, not just this one. But, yeah, all, all those hormones working together do affect your nervous system. Um, but I think in this section we should talk about um, something we haven't talked about, which is, uh, like, when you're – there's people out there who are listening to this and they're like, well, this doesn't really apply to me because I've been working out really hard and I've been dieting really hard and I still haven't seen the results, mm. right? So they think they're doing everything good. Hard. Let me let me yeah, <laughs> let me continue. Hard is the key. Yeah. Word. So it's like they think they're, you know, um, you you've been training, you've been you've been dieting hard, and you, you know you're like, okay, why isn't the needle moving? It could be because you're actually overdoing it, right? You're overtraining, and you're di- When you diet, you put your body under stress. When you train hard, you put your body under stress. We kind of went over that already, right? So that all of that is affecting that nervous system and the way that's the, the your body does not want to essentially build muscle or lose fat right as a matter of fact it wants to hold on to fat because it's like you're just you're you're, the signal you you're already stressed out and yet you're 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 putting more stress on top of your body by by dieting by overtraining right it's like your body is not going to want to progress your body's not going to want to move that needle because it's like it's just too much for it right i like to think imagine you're driving your car and it's you got it on full throttle and you know this the car is like maximum systems and then imagine that like you you somehow find another throttle to push down (laughs) you know there's not usually one in the car but like that's what you're doing to your body is it's like you know you're already like your system's working at maximum capacity are already in the red (laughs) you can't there's no rpms left to go yeah, so you're trying the to, you're trying to gonna go, break. Go. And I mean, that goes back to what I was saying earlier, where it's like that one nurse that I had, right? And we, all we had to do was essentially dial it back. And that's not that's not easy, guys. I know it's not easy. I mean, I, I've been there, too, where it's like I have to dial back my training just because it's like it's too much, whatever I'm dealing with, right, at home, with school, or with my work. Um, I have to dial it back. But it's like at the end of the day, I mean, you're doing it because you want to, you know, progress and, and see a different, uh, right? So sometimes it's like doing less actually is better for you sometimes, right? And in, in I feel like in our space and then I mean this in our generation in world, I guess you could say more people push that agenda of like more is always better. Like do more, do more, right? Work hard, do extra, you know, even if you're tight, who cares? Keep on going. It's like I feel like that's pushed so much in, in today's society where it's like that's not always the case. Doesn't it serve us always? That's the best? not that is not always the case, right? I think I've used this analogy before where it's like you want to you want to do just the right amount right that you want you want to do as a matter of fact you want to do the least amount of possible to elicit the greatest results right you want to do the least amount of work possible to elicit the greatest results right when you go to the doctor i use the example where it's like when you go to a doctor the doctor gives you a prescription for a certain number of medication right you're going to take this many this many times a day blah blah blah, right he gives you a prescription he gives you a dosage right doing more than what is prescribed doing taking more right is not beneficial right just because mm. you're going to take more pills doesn't mean you're going to get better faster. Same yeah. thing applies to life. 
right? Same thing applies for this fitness thing, right? Where it's like doing more does not necessarily mean you're going to get there faster, right? We have to do the right amount, right? Yep. Um, I just, I want to like uh, go through this a little bit so we can get to some solutions. So, um, you know, the other system is the reproductive system. You know, th- what some of the effects of stress on that is, for guys, you might like, you know, have lower sperm. For uh, females, you might lose your menstrual cycle. Yes. Um, it, but it does stress does affect the reproductive system. And you know that you hear a lot about like people like losing their sex drive. You hear about like, you know, a lot of these, you know, you know just all the time you get advertised, see advertisements for these kinds of problems. Yeah, that's definitely a big one. Uh, I think, yeah, that people deal with too that they don't attribute to stress, right? I mean, they get they it there's a erectile dysfunction, things like that, right? Where it could be just coming from stress. And I mean, not to throw my stuff my stuff out there, but there was a period of time in my life where I was dealing with that, mm-hmm. right? I was dealing with that because I was overtraining. I was overtraining. Wow. I was over dieting. It was this period of time where um, I was really focused on getting a six pack. I just wanted a six pack <laughs> so bad, right? And I got it first of all, you know, but um, not at what expense? Not, yeah, and at what expense? I to get too deep into it, but I was dealing with some of those, uh, those issues um, with my reproductive system, right? And it was not good, um, and like it was just bad. Let's just say that I don't want to get too deep into that part of my life. But I also, um, like we're just saying, we we took a really deep dive on how bad stress is, right, and how it affects your body. Well, bec- it is but a silent killer, and so I think it's important to know. All the, all the things because it's like how do you even begin to address it if you don't even know what's happening inside? that's true so i mean like i said uh, um in the beginning of this we wanted to take a deep dive into each and how it affects your body which we did um but we want to give you guys some um some some tips and tricks right these are not we're not i don't know what i don't want i don't want to say we're, we're not um we're, we're not doctors we're not anything like that we're we're, we're obviously fitness professionals um, but we want to give you guys some tips and tricks that you guys could to, to help you essentially remove your stress or, 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 or lessen your stress, essentially stress management, right? So, yeah. And I think it's important, you know, to recognize like if you're in circumstances where you're stressed, you can even stress about trying to de-stress, you know? <laughs> yes, so absolutely. like, um, I, there's a quote I like, you know, so a lot of times I hear people say, I don't have time. And I, I like to say the best time to de-stress or relax is when you don't have time for it that's like the signal to do it so um some things like mike what what are some things that have worked for you or that your your clients um well for me um i like i think i've talked about before i definitely um going on some walks right for me is is distress distressful that's why i like hiking so much but obviously i do like crazy hikes but walks main for me it's like prayer walks because i obviously i go i'm in my thoughts uh, talk to God for me, you know, things like that. But this is, this is, again, Chris is asking about me. This is what I do. If you guys want to try it out, go ahead, go ahead. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of like a form of meditation, I would say for me. Right. So a lot of people do find, uh, I think you, you've, you've dabbled with meditation as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely meditation is one. Um, one of my, one of my friends is actually, he just recently started uh, doing that in the mornings. Um, he says it's helped him tremendously. Right. Just he says he separates like five minutes in the, uh, of his day in the morning just to go ahead and meditate, be with his thoughts. And he says it has been helping him tremendously to, uh, to de-stress um, even before his day starts. So that's definitely mm-hmm. one uh, up there for, for, for me. Yeah. Um, taking those walks. Cool. Um, taking taking a warm bath for sure. That's oh, yeah. Like <laughs> Same here. Yep. <laughs> that's like huge for me. I mean, I've always talked about how I do my Epsom salt bath. Right. Yep. 
Um, it definitely here. taking a hot shower, things like that. For me, it's just like it, it definitely helps me out a lot. And I think a lot of my clients benefit from it, too. I've, I've, I've told them to go ahead and try that out. And some of them really enjoy it, really like it. Um, again, this friend as well, um, he I introduced him actually to bat to, to, to hot baths like that. Um, after one of our hikes, I was like, hey, dude, dude, go buy this at CVS and go get in your bath, whatever. And he calls me later like, oh, my God, I feel so <laughs> I feel so good. I feel so amazing. And you sleep well, too. But uh, definitely that's another one for me. Uh, what about yourself, Chris? Um, you know, I, what you said, but I, I, I like to journal. I'll like in the morning when I wake up, I just kind of write anything that's in my mind. I don't try to structure it too much. I just kind of get whatever's in there out. Um, I found that like uh, planning time to get away is really important. I make commitments to myself like at least once every three months I'm going to go out of town. Um, I have seen that, yes. You know, I I do need to do more. I've realized last time I need to do more like weeks out of town, um, but just being able to get away. Um, I've done some breath work before, breathing. I've mm, been and with the, con- you the did, you did tell me that the conditioning program I'm doing actually um, they focus a lot on breathing. Some um, Hoffman stuff or what? Uh, I've done some Hoff. I've done some other like um, some other like more intensive breath work stuff. And then with the program I'm doing now, I'll do like some um, box breathing, which is uh, you inhale for four seconds. You hold for four seconds, you exhale for four seconds, and then you hold for four seconds, and you just repeat that. If you're talking about breathing, you hear that, uh, what's that, what's that one, what type of breathing technique called, uh, Huberman talks about it, have you heard him? Um, There's like a six, seven, eight, is um, that the one? No, no, I'm not too sure, but it's like, so essentially when you're breathing, so you breathe, you breathe in, you take a deep breath, right, breathe in once, right, and then taking a second like when you when you think you have taken in the deepest breath you can oh you take another take one. in another second breath so it's more like right and then exhale slowly yeah right um damn that felt good you <laughs> like that. that's another breathing technique that you guys could try right so breathe in as much as you can go ahead and 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 breathe in that second breath and then exhale slowly that definitely um there's a word for that um i forget what it's called the type of breathing that it is but i've tried that and i've done that and it definitely helps me um, relax like instantly. Yeah, right? it definitely helps you relax instantly. So definitely that breathing technique. If you guys want to try that out, um, spending time outdoors for me also is a big one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, obviously I walk, but it's like just in general. Sometimes I I like to on my own just go ahead and be outdoors. I mean, it, for me personally, it's something that that I enjoy. But it could be anything, man. For you guys, it could literally be anything. Something that you guys enjoy doing. I feel like a lot of people don't like it's like you you really do have to make time for that because it's like it it, it, this is your health we're talking about right sometimes it could be spending time with loved ones spending time with your friends spending time with your kids you know sometimes that could be stressful pets even pets it could be stressful but it's like sometimes that in certain moments it's like we need those things right it's funny because i have to put my girlfriend out there but it's like for her it's like she likes being around she likes being around kids right so it's like sometimes she just wants to be around kids and that kind of helps her de-stress i know it sounds weird but it's like for her that's one thing that helps her right it go ahead and helps her essentially feel a lot better being around some kids or something like that right so maybe you're one of those people like chris says it could be spending time with some pets or something like that it's like at the end of the day it's what you you we're get, we're, we're kind of you know naming all these things but at the end of the day you guys you guys know like deep down inside you guys know what is it that makes you feel better Right. What is it that you like doing? What is it that really helps you? F- like you feel like you do it. And after you're just like, oh, man, I just feel 10 times better. Right. And if you don't, well, we'll tr- try some of these things that we're talking about. Go ahead and try them. Yeah. Like, um, you know, another one is like going to the spa 
getting a map uh, getting to do this actually uh my mom went like last week i think and she got a facial and she's like oh my god I've, and i could hear in her voice like she was so Relief. relaxed after yeah. but even like getting a massage a massage yes. um if you have the luxury of having a jacuzzi i know we talked about a warm bath but you know that's the, the that's something um that I, I like that one a contrast lot contrast therapy i definitely me and chris we do that with our friend group as well uh, yeah. Contrast therapy, right? What I mean by that is uh, exposing yourself to. So, I mean, for us, it would be something like a hot tub, right, which is hot, and then go ahead and going into the pool, right, which is colder. So I do that a lot with my friend as well, where we go, right, we go ahead and get in the hot tub, go in the pool, get in the hot tub, go in the pool. So essentially, it's contrast training, right? Uh, con- therapy, I guess you could say, where it's like you go into the, it could be sauna, cold plunge, sauna, cold plunge as well, um, and that that definitely helps helps me out. It helps a lot of people out. So if you guys. Um, have access to certain things like that. That could be definitely one that that you guys go go ahead and do. I uh, think I think I mean we talked about it last time, but sleep is so important. Sleep you know? is really important, and we could go really deep into it. But that's why we have a whole podcast, <laughs> a whole episode. I mean, so sleep episode is, nine. Yep. Yeah. So go ahead if you guys want to hear about talk about talk. Let's talk about sleep and how it affects you and how obviously you could find ways to 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 find to get better sleep. That's our last episode. So go ahead, guys, and listen to the last episode. Uh, we go all over. We talk about all about sleep. But, yes, sleep is definitely one that, I mean, most people definitely need, which is why we did a whole podcast on it. But, yeah, just to mention it on this podcast, sleep is definitely one of the ones that um, could help people de-stress. Right? They just, you, just, you just need more sleep. And you know who you are, man. You know who you are. And, 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 and sleep, I mean, is really important, man. It's one-third of our lives, man, like we talked about before. I think one thing that's really important and i had this conversation with the client recently is you get to choose what you allow to stress you so Mm. it's like we were working out and like the music was really loud and it was like that was that was really stressful and i was like but that's a choice you know like you know you get to choose what you allow to get to you um so i think just taking a moment and recognizing the things in the moment that might be causing you stress. I I talked in this episode about me setting expectations for myself and that was leading to my own stress. And I had to take a step back from that. So just even taking a moment, understanding, you know, what are you choosing to allow, um, to stress you? I mean, a lot of things in life, I mean, it's, it's all mental. I mean, it's easier said than done for sure. I mean, but yeah, the first step in anything, I mean, definitely realizing words coming from the origin, right? Where, like realizing you have the problem. Otherwise, you, you, I mean, you're never going to be able to fix to solve it because how can you solve something that you don't know what the problem is? But um, definitely find finding, finding. I mean, I, I like that, but I also, I mean, I, I, I like that as in like yes, at the end of the day, it's really up to you to see how things affect you. And I'm huge on this because if you know anything about me, it's like I don't stress a lot about certain things in my life because it's like, well, for me, again, t- I mean, I guess talking about my faith because it's one of the biggest things for me. It's like I, I, I do, like for me, like I wake up, like I said, and I'm like, okay, God, whatever you have planned, it's in your hands. So it's like I kind of, I'm kind of like giving my stress to him, right? Whatever it may be. But it's like, for me, again, like you said, it's like I don't feel as much stress because for me, it's like I'm, I'm mentally, I'm like, essentially giving it away type of thing does that make sense i'm trying to like mm-hmm. oversimplify here i guess but it's like it definitely has to do with how you how you the perspective that you have on certain things in your life and the way you let them affect you 
Yeah. Right. Because if you, you could easily let anything affect you, but it's like the way you, you respond to certain things is what causes that stress. Cause so certain things in your life could happen. Right. Well, and a lot of things that have happened in my life where it's like, yeah, I should be stressed. I should be right. I should be crying or whatever it may be. Right. I should be like feeling it, but it's like, I don't because it's like, I have this peace that I have yeah. within me. Right. That it's like, <coughs> well, I can't explain it, but it's like, I mean, it's just a, an explainable piece that I mean that I have because I I my mental does not let me stress about those things. I think it's does your spirit. It's your spirituality, and you nurture your relationship with that. Yeah, well, and I, from what I hear you saying, is you know instead of thinking that you have control over everything that happens in your life, you believe in a higher power, yes. and that allows you to um, have faith and not sweat all the well, things this, that happen there's this verse that says i mean god gives you this peace it says it's a peace that surpasses all understanding right? i love that one a yeah. peace that surpasses all understanding meaning that people around you don't understand why you have that peace people around you question why like why are you so peaceful if like all this stuff is happening in your life and it's like i have lived that in my life where things have happened and i'm not stressed because of the way i think about it going back to what you said right because of my mental state but yes but also because of my spiritual side i guess and i, I how i feel about it but it's like I thought I would talk about it on the podcast because for me that's that's a huge thing. If I didn't have that in my life and I didn't I didn't view things that way or I didn't view my life that way, oh man, I'll be stressed out of my mind, right? But I'm yeah. not because of that. Um, so definitely that's another thing. I like that. I like that a lot. That um, you guys can go ahead and do. And obviously, there's a lot of other things. I think seeking out help, like finding a therapist, things like that. If it's really bad, um, finding a, a functional medicine practitioner. I would say I didn't say doctor, so <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. Because they're just going to give you pills and like that. But a functional medicine practitioner could definitely lead you in the right direction, right? And what I mean, what I mean by that, um, they have a – I mean, that those type of people look for reasons to – things that you could do to essentially help you out, right? What I mean by it's like they'll, they'll get you in like a social network that could help you, right? A support group. They'll get you in like regularizing – like exercising regularly. They'll, they'll probably help you fix your diet, things like that. It's like those are the people that help you actually find those things. One of those people, I mean, they help you find, a, you know, if it's for us, a personal trainer, I've definitely helped help people, um, not just, I mean, a big thing, a big reason why I do what I do is not just essentially to help people in their in their bodies, right? The mental states, right? A lot of things that it's like we do, um, it's mental, right? We're working with our clients mentally and challenging them mentally and, and helping their mental and emotional state, um, I think, is one of the biggest things that have definitely uh, gives me the greatest, I don't know, what would you want to say, like, it just... I love I love doing it, man. Yeah. Yeah, that that's great. Um it goes without saying. I mean, this is a podcast about fitness, but just getting exercise that can be a really good relief for the stress valve as long as it's we talked stress, about yeah. it's not you're not overtraining. So getting some blood flow. I mean, I always tell my clients like like I said, sometimes they just need that extra little blood flow. Yeah. Um definitely helps. All right, let's uh, you know, I think it's important we talked about the things you can do. Um, but let's, I, you know, I, earlier I alluded to like seeing some of these solutions that are put out on TV. So let's let's just kind of like hit some of the things that aren't the best thing to be doing if you're trying to reduce or remove your stress. I, and I, I like this. This was Chris Chris's idea here. I really like this. Um, and he again, like he's saying, um, I mean, certain things of like how we should not remove our stresses, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I thought that was really smart of him, but it's because like a lot of people are hearing this and then they're like, okay, maybe I should do X, Y, and Z, which we'll go over now. Um, and they think that these things actually help them de-stress themselves because in the moment, maybe it feels that way, but in the long term, it does not necessarily help you and does not help you in the long run. Um, and what do, what do we mean by that? Um, these are the things that you should avoid. 
Um, number one, what do you say, Chris? Well, I, I mean, just not I in order, but I talked about drinking alcohol already. You know, um, I mean, there's two sides to the coin on this one. You know, um, in a lot of cases, just like going crazy and like drinking is not gonna be. You're you're gonna feel horrible. You're gonna just you know do a lot of damage to your body. Um, at the same time, if if someone is like barely hanging on. <laughs> Like that nightly glass of wine might be something they can't afford to let go of right now. But ultimately, like, a, you know, I think seeking alcohol as a solution is not the best thing. People know. drown themselves in their, I mean, straight up, I mean, you know, people drown themselves in, in alcohol and to try to forget, right? Or they think it helps them. And again, like I said, maybe initially or, or maybe in that moment, that's how it feels. But they wake up the next day and what? It's still there. Right, that stress yeah. is still there. As a matter of fact, it might be even more because now you have to deal with the hangover. Now you have to deal with other, you know, health repercussions that this, like, Definitely drinking alcohol or, or 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 going down that path is not a way. It, it is not helping you. Whoever you are and listening to this, it's not helping you, and you know it's not helping you. Well, and I can attest to this. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! No, I'm not. No, nothing crazy. But I mean, you know, there have been like um, a, some time where I've had like a couple drinks, and I feel hungover the next day. The day after, so we're talking about the second day. I have this anxiety and I'm yeah. like, I like, it's like, uh, I have more anxiety than normal. So I haven't really solved my problem. I've actually created more anxiety in my life. Very common. So anyway, that smoking is another one. Vaping, right? A lot of people, what that, you know, they, they think that to go out and smoke, whatever it may be, right? Cigarettes, weed, whatever it may be. And you could have different viewpoints on this, but it's like, again, I think that, um, from, even just experience and in, in, in my life and family, things like that. It's like, again, smoking doesn't, it, it's, it's just, it leads you down a black hole, man. It's like, you think you're going somewhere or you think it's helping, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's not leading you anywhere and it's not helping you. Right. Why not do try these other things that we talked about to actually really remove that stress and really make you feel better. And not just in the moment, man, all these things that we're talking about, alcohol, weed, all this thing, smoking cigarettes, whatever. It's like, all this is momentarily, it's temporary, right? It's just temporary. It's a temporary fix. It's a bandaid. Do you really want a bandaid? Is that what you want? Do you want a bandaid or do you really want to change your life? Do you really want to make a difference? Do you really want to become that person that you want to become? Right? Yeah. I think another one is that that's well said, Mike. I like that. Um, Another one is, you know, just kind of binge eating, going crazy. You know, if you're like, oh, man, I've had a really tough week. It's Friday night. I'm going to have pizza and, like, go crazy. I have a lot of ice cream. Over, yeah. You know, um, like like with the, uh, the, the other two, you know, in the moment it might be a party in your mouth, but <laughs> it's going to be uh, not so great in your stomach or you're going to feel, like, even a, maybe some guilt the next day or the following days I about mean, just kind of going crazy. Over, over, I mean, like I said, overeating, binge eating, I think over anything, people fall into this trap of over everything. What I mean by that is overeating, over caffeinated, over, mm. over TV, over scrolling on social media, right? Yeah. Over exercising, over everything, right? People take things to the extreme to remove their stress. And it's like, again, you, you could be just overdoing it. The, the things that I want to really focus on right here are the, the two of them that I just said was being over caffeinated and scrolling on social media. I think yeah. nowadays that's a big one, right? I think those two are really big ones because again, people think they need that, like, you know, pick me up that caffeine, right? Where it's like you got, we talked about in, in this podcast about how it affects your heart, how it affects your nervous system, right? Caffeine does those things already to your body, right? It speeds up that heart rate. It speeds up. So it's like, you're, you're really making your, you're really giving yourself it's just a service to your own body, right? To your own health. You're making things worse by just spreading, putting more stress on your body by over caffeinating yourself and making your heart work even more, right? Yeah. 
and again scrolling on social media Ooh, i think it's that's a big, a big one. one yeah that is big because it's like nowadays i feel like a lot of us we distract ourselves quote unquote right we distract ourselves with what's happening in in in, in our world right in our personal worlds and we distract ourselves by looking and 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 what what's happening in, in in I mean other people's lives or or what's entertaining things like that right and we're escaping quote unquote at least we think we are it's unconsciously escaping yeah in the moment escaping by scrolling on social media and it's like that's not doing anything for you man it's really just messing you up yeah again temporarily they may f- you may feel better but it's like well, what are you really fixing in your life you're not really doing anything yeah right yeah that's a really big one i mean um, I, I just was talking to a client about comparison and I think a lot of that happens on social media. And I said, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm, and, yes. um, you know, it's that, you know, you want to talk about adding stress is, you know, it, in the moment you may be getting some dopamine from seeing all these new images come across your phone. I mean, you do, in the but, um, once you put that down, you know, you've added a level of stress because you're looking at all these people who are projecting, something or some kind of message and you know it's it can be it can be really detrimental in the long term yeah comparing yourself like you said definitely messes you up even more right yeah um yeah all of these they they may feel good in the moment but the after effect the juice isn't the juice isn't worth the squeeze (laughs) i like i mean that's that's a funny way of putting it but it definitely i mean it's it's all temporary fixtures like i said it doesn't it's not it's not changing anything right it keeps you in the same place and it's like we really want to help you guys out. We really want to. I mean, we're doing this podcast to help you guys out, and we're get, we're we're listing these things of what you should not do because we know a lot of people do do these things, and we you you probably are, if you're hearing this and you're one of those people, you know things have not changed. You've been in the same place. Things have not changed. You know who you are. So if you want change, go ahead and try some of the other things we talked about. And if you want even more help, go ahead and DM us on Instagram. Go ahead, right? Ask us questions, whatever we are. We're here to help you guys. At the end of the day, we're doing this because we want to help you guys. So if you guys need help, and maybe we can't help you, but we could lead you to a certain people that can. Or if we can, we'll take you guys on, whatever it may be. But um, I'm, I'm I'm passionate about this, and hope you guys can hear this through the mic, man. It's like I get into my zone because it's something I'm really passionate about. I'm really through passionate the mic. about helping people. Through might, the mic. Through the mic might be my own. I might have to. Mic. Because <laughs> your mic. It's <laughs> a double. <laughs> I might have to use that. But, um, you know, one other thing I just want to point out with, you know, is not always the best way to remove stress is medicating. Over medicating. You know, medicating. Yeah. I mean, it has its place and I'm not trying to knock anyone who's taking medication for their anxiety. If, if that's what's helping you, then by all means, like, you know, do what your doctor, your psychologist, you know, follow that. Um, but, um, you know, if you're, you know, finding different kind of medicines can, you know, or you're using them as a crutch, um, and you, f- you can find something else that is better for you. And some of the lists that we gave you, um, I think that, you know, there's a place for that. Again, yes, I, I like that though. Definitely. Like Chris said, if you, if this is a clinical, you know, something that's cl- like you you need your medicine go ahead and keep on taking it right but again if you, if you want to truly fix yourself and truly you know heal yourself uh there has to be other ways it cannot just be right we, we, we need to find the root cause with the root problem and actually you know uh, attack that not just not simply by 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 trying to treat the symptoms right i think um, what inspired me to say that is <laughs> i was working with a client and you know they're trying to improve their levels of fitness and health and I forgot even what we were talking about, but he's like, I just wish I, there's gotta be a pill for that. And I'm like, (laughs) 
that's the mindset we've got now is like everything is is fixed with a pill um and you know that's that's an easy solution um and some for some people that's exactly what they need but you know if you're willing to put in some hard work and do the things that we talked about they're not they're not always easy to do you know to take care of yourself and stop that stress cycle It, it is some of it is hard work to be intentional about it but if you can do that and invest into yourself then um, the effects that you get are long lasting. And this is coming from someone who had chronic stress in the past and still sometimes experiences it. You know, I'm working on my list of solutions. At the end of the day, guys, all this comes down to is you loving yourself. All right. You guys have to like truly love yourself. You guys love, love yourself. And, 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 and sometimes I know that's hard for some people to, 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 to do. I know it's not easy, you know? I've been there before where I was not in a place where I could say I love myself, right? But it's like, if you love yourself, you would, you're you going to take action upon these things that we're talking about, right? You're going to want to take care of your body. You're going to want to take care of your health. You're going to want to take care of yourself. Um, and, and, and if it's not even for yourself in the moment, think about other people maybe, right? I do that sometimes where it's like, well, sometimes I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for my loved ones. I'm doing this for the people around me, right? And that helps me. That helps me stay motivated. That helps me keep going. That helps me. That gives me that extra push to keep going, right? And maybe that's you. Maybe you need to just think about those people around you, right? Why? Why are you gonna take that step? Why are you gonna take that step to to change? Maybe it's because the people around you. Maybe it's a family. Maybe it's that future that you want, right? But take those steps. I think those are some great closing thoughts, Mike. You know, um, yeah. I think we we talked about doing like a little one minute summary at the end of what we just talked about. So yeah, shout you know, out to my sister, sister, if you're listening <laughs> to this, if you've gotten this far, I know it's been a long podcast, but um, yeah, we want to, we want to kind of, if there's one thing that you get out of this, um, we kind of want to summarize that. If there's one thing that you want to tell listeners, Chris, what would it be? I think um, it's important to uh, understand what's going on within your body and know that there's a lot of things that you can't see, but um, you know, the thoughts that you put in and the things that you do, um, those determine the outcomes of what you get. And so, you know, I think in this case, you know, if whatever, if if you are experiencing stress, you know, look at what's what you're what you're doing and start from there. Okay, all right then. I'm going to take a different approach, I guess, not as a deep approach because um, just to summarize, I guess, our 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 podcast today, um, if I were to say something, I guess, in a quick, short period of time, um, stress is a silent killer. Stress could definitely kill you. Stress affects your body in more ways than one. It affects your heart. It affects your health. It affects everything, right? Literally everything from the inside out. Stress could, it really affects you, but there are ways to help yourself there are ways to de-stress there are ways that things that you can do to change that right there are ways you could do to de-stress and 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 better yourself and better your health um and we go over those things in today's podcast and if you guys want to go ahead and listen to that go ahead and rewind and listen to this podcast Uh, but that would be our one minute closer there um but anyways uh hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast i know it's a little longer but we got we this is i mean it's something that it's um I mean, that's what happens when you like what you're doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you lose track of time. But um, go ahead and um, you can follow us on the Life Lifted Pod on Instagram. 
right? You can follow me at it's Coach Molina on Instagram, and you can follow Chris Chris Musser Chris Musser on Instagram. Go ahead, like I said, guys, DM us if you guys have any questions, you guys have any concerns, or you guys have any recommendations or anything it may be. Uh, go ahead and give us a message, and we're here for you guys. All right, until next time, this has been the Life Lifted Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Life Lifted Podcast. If you liked today's episode, give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to lift your mind, body, and soul, follow us for more episodes. Show support by sharing Life Lifted with your friends and family. Until next time, stay lifted.